Uh, hello? You're still playing that game? Oh, man, it looks like you're in a game daze. Yeah, I I'm getting you Blotch blue light glasses from Zenny. Okay, okay, I'm pausing it. Um, what are blocks? Well, blocks glasses help protect your eyes against blue light from digital devices. Sounds like blocks will let me play longer. Ugh. Add blocks to any Zenny frame for stylish all-day protection from harmful blue light. Get a complete pair of prescription blocks glasses starting at just $24. And get back to gaming. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. What's up, y'all? This Shaquille Bird, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sportscast. What's up, everybody? Welcome into a... <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Should I, I, got you. I got you right in the middle. Just hey, me. so so while while the intro was going and we're just waiting for it to come live and we could talk to everybody, I look to the left and realize that every time I get to talking with you, I miss a Tampa Bay Lightning goal. And so I'm for a split second, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't that happy with you. I'm sorry. It just you know. I blame you for me missing the goal. Of course, it's on me, but I have to blame somebody, so I blame you. But, yeah, you know, go ahead. Start over. So, oh, Tampa did score. Oh, so Tampa yeah. scored, not the yeah. Islanders. Uh -oh. Got it. Obviously. Got it. Got it. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, AJ. Johnson, Mr. Correct Picks, Mr. Correct Voting. I mean, you said the Hawks would win last night. They did. You said Lonzo Ball would end up winning Rookie of the Year. He did. You are on fire, sir. How are you doing, I, Mr. Hot Stuff? I cheated last night. I cheated last night. But, you know, it, it needed to be done, you know? It's just the Tampa. But I also, I also, oh my gosh. Okay, anyways. I also figured out, though, that there is a a balancing act to my superpower. I have to kind of feel the way I feel about talking crap about somebody or saying someone's not going to win. Cause if there's not a shred of sincerity, it doesn't work. Karma doesn't like that. Nope. So for instance, I called Paul George out hard yesterday, told him he had to get it done. He got it done last got night. Done. He got it he done. Got it done last night. Guess what? Do it again. That's what the deal is. You want to be a superstar? Yep. Do it again. The Hawks are down by 26. Come on. You can't. Could you seriously blame me for thinking they wouldn't win the game at that point? There was a shred there. of doubt. And at that point, they were like, oh, man, we let AJ down. And they came back from 26 points on Ben Simmons trash ass, Joel Embiid trash ass. Free throw mismatch. Free throw mismatch. <laughs> Joel yeah. Embiid at the end of the game there. He's the reason, he is one of the main reasons why they lost on that free throw. You remember, too, last night, I said, we've seen stars fold. I've seen superstars miss two free throws at the end of the game. I'm yep. just saying, I've got a superpower. It's quite fun. It, 
I really fun. wish it would be good done uh, in, in helping my teams out, but Oh, Jimmy Fallon over there. And I don't know who Ralph Macchio is. Um, that might be bad. I don't know who Ralph, you don't Macchio, know who is. Ralph Macchio is the karate kid. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know that guy. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. He just doesn't look like the you karate kid. Your brother, right? Yeah. Did you ever see the Ralph Macchio episodes? No, I don't think I did. Was oh, that later so on? Great. Yeah. Season eight. Uh yeah. So yeah, I, I actually didn't finish How I Met Your Mother. Never finished oh, it. Man. Never finished it. The wife and I have to get into it. But that is not what we're talking about tonight. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the NHL playoffs. I mean, this is this is right up my alley. Last night we talked basketball. Last night we were supposed to talk hockey, but there was too much NBA going on. Now yeah. it is time to talk hockey. We've got round three going on as we speak. Tampa and the Islanders playing in game three. Series is tied one to one. Vegas, I Vegas lost last night to Montreal. To yeah. much surprise, they did. I I didn't think Vegas looked that good. To be, I, I I guess I shouldn't say that. Vegas was the better team for the majority of that game. There's yeah. no reason why they should be losing to Montreal. We'll get into that in the main event when we dive into these two series. But first, AJ, there is something I really wanted to bring up because, as I mentioned before last night, we had our NBA show. And if you didn't watch it or tune in, you can check it out on all podcasting platforms or on YouTube or Facebook to watch. Last Hmm. night that we talked in the NBA about the schedule and the injuries, obviously, that have come up. And LeBron James was pretty upset about how the scheduling hurt the players and no one wanted to listen to him. The NHL does a players poll every every after the end of every season and on the docket for things to vote on and 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 cast their votes was whether or not the NHL should keep this uh series like schedule that they had this season those who don't know about this it is a series like schedule where teams will play seven games against such and such team, seven games against another team, seven games against another team. And it's pretty simple. It's pretty simplified, a simplified schedule. Whereas normally in the 82 game season, you go all across the country, travel, lots of stress on the body. That's what happened in the NBA this year, where there was a lot of travel. There's a lot of stress on the body. The NHL players seem to like it this year because the NHL PA had their little vote. And guess what? Should a series-style schedule be carried forward? 66% of the NHL voted yes that they should continue this moving forward. I love this. You talked about this last night, how like the leagues can't lessen their games because of money and things like that, and players don't like losing money. No one likes losing money nowadays. This is a way to simplify it and keep your players fresh. I love this. What are your thoughts, buddy? I mean, I think it's great. I mean, at least they're trying to shake it up, you know. And and we spoke about this when the bubbles started. There would be things that came out of the season in the bubble and the season thereafter that players and front office staffs are really going to enjoy and will think about implementing into their leagues going forward. And I feel like this is a great a great idea. I mean, we love the chipping it between some of the teams. Like, look at look at all the the hardcore, I guess you would just go straight to it, the violence that's going on in hockey right now because these teams do not like each other. There's been rivalries built, like you alluded to before this started, from these schedules, and I love it. I mean, you you basically get to start a new history with different teams and different rivals. I think it's a cool way to shake things up if they decide to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and one of the other things that was, that was voted on is whether or not they should keep the, this type of, uh, 
divisions like they have right now, where it's the North and then the Metropolitan and then the the Central, which the Lightning and the Hurricanes and those teams were part of. They said no to that because that sucks to where you're only playing the same teams over and over again. But whereas this, where you're having that series style of schedule, you have, you allow for players and teams to get that rest on those travel days and gives you, I mean, you're seeing in the NBA, man, where guy, you're, you're not getting your playoff stars. You want to see the stars in the playoffs. Yeah. You're not seeing it because of the schedule being a tough one on them. We talked about it last night. NHL is not really having that. I love to see it. Although John Tavares had that terrible, terrible injury, which had nothing to do with rest. There was no stopping that, but nah. good chat. Good chat. Let's head. Speaking of the chat, let's head on over to the chat and say hello to everybody in the chat. Hello, Laura. Hello, hello Bailey. Hello, Dante. And hello, the Mucsiah himself. We miss you, Aaron. So a little, yeah. little behind the curtain action here, Aaron uh, got his COVID. Sir, right. You can't just be giving out people's medical information. That is against HIPAA laws. You can't just be giving people. It's against HIPAA out. laws. Wait a second. Hippos don't have laws. Wait a second. Hold anything up. about a hippo? HIPAA. <laughs> HIPAA laws. I don't. I don't appreciate HIPAA laws restricting my what mm. I can and cannot say on my own damn show. Well, our show. Well, it's part of the world. And <laughs> see, I got hippo approval. And there you go. Now you there can you hippo go. it up. So Aaron, and I was just going to say, Aaron, Aaron got vaccinated. Yeah. And it's coming back. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and it's coming back to kick his ass. That's basically what I was just going to say. So Aaron is now day to day. He's on the, uh, the pup list, the physically unable to perform list. He will be reevaluated tomorrow for Funny Games Friday, and we will give out the news tomorrow on whether he will be active for game time. Aaron's a game time decision, ladies and gentlemen. Game time decision. He got this. He got, got this. It. He's all about it. Let's get into it, though, buddy. I, I this is this might this might be a quick show. I, I'm we're we're getting right to it. We're ten minutes in, and we're about to go into the main event. How does that feel? You know, the main event. We ain't going into the main event. We what got socials to do. We got BS to talk about. And even if we do end the hockey, I mean, there's stuff going on right now. Trust me, we'll find a way to get this hour out. That's, that's what I do. Joke's that's on you. I, Everything we say is BS. So, <laughs> like, we have to get the BS out of the way. Shame on you because everything we talk about is BS. But we appreciate everyone tuning into the show. AJ, buddy, sir. Good old pal, friend of mine, you, sir. You are, you have been, you have been removed. And I guess I could have just went solo. I didn't actually have to remove you from the studio, but I did because that is trash behind you. And I really hope the Islanders can pull it off. We're going to get into that in just a second though. But first I got to tell you where you can follow us at. Follow us at the rough cut underscore sports on Twitter, and then head on over to our Facebook page at rough cut sports. Give us a like, get us to a thousand and then head on over to the Graham and follow us at the rough cut sports cast for all the great graphics that I do. And while you're at it, head on over to our YouTube and subscribe and leave a like and share it. Actually smash that share button and tell everybody who everybody.
And of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the best place to get all of your sports memorabilia. We talk in jerseys. We talk in cleats. Ooh, did you see the new full-size Cam Akers helmet they got over there? That thing is sweet. Head over to Halftime Sports Collectibles. Grab yourself some memorabilia because, you know, why not? Ooh, guess what? Also, sponsored by Yeti. Guess what? I got a Yeti. It's beautiful. Put the Rough Cut Sportscast logo on there. I'm so sorry to say a lot of y'all missed out on that money back deal I was doing. I'm not made of paper, (laughs) but we got it good. (laughs) And, of course, shout out to the Belly Up Sports Network, a network that we are proud to be a part of. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do this, Vinny. The uh, see a pod, send a pod. You guys were doing hockey tonight, so it's only right that I go ahead and shout out another hockey podcast that we are kind of sort of affiliated with, the Slapshot Sweethearts. They're, they're fire. They're doing a good job. I tune into their show every now and then. I enjoy it thoroughly. They are on the verge of hitting 700 subscribers on YouTube tonight, pushing that grind to a grand. So, you know, go give them a check out if you like them. You know, after our show, obviously. Uh, if you like them, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Help out, help out the Belly Up Sports Network. <laughs> All right. All right. Good job. Nice, good job. nice roll a- reversal. A- you did too. You have me rolling. A- I like plus effort. You, you, you did a very good impression of me. <laughs> Good. I can't. I don't know if I can get my voice to be that low, but I'm I didn't think I can get my voice to be this high. Wow, that hurts. So <laughs> for the rest of the show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to be doing the show in our opposing <laughs> co-host's voice. So you have to stay that high, and I got to yeah, stay. Yeah, that. that ain't gonna work. <laughs> okay, never mind. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't know if I can hold my it's breath hockey. like that. It's hockey time. We've got two series to dive into, and what better time to do that in? Buy or sell. Here comes the money. Hurry up and buy. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. The break on there at once and sell, sell. What a jam. Hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. Does it surprise you that it's uh we got a little buy sell going on right now? I mean, yeah, but also no. Like you you played it. I was like, that makes sense. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Let's do this little buy sell action here. I'm going to ask yeah. you some buy sell questions based off of what you've seen as a I don't even like to be completely honest, man. I don't even like referring to you as a casual fan anymore. You and Aaron both mm-hmm. have really bumped yourselves up to a higher power than just a casual fan. That's fair. I'm slightly above casual. There's still a lot that I'm trying to you know, wrap my head around. However, last night uh, watching the Hawks game, there was a couple plays that literally reminded me of a scoring player from the Islanders. I think it was uh, in the way that the offensive zone works. It just basically like, think about how, you know, you guys send the puck on the bank on the other side of the, uh, the other side of the ice to get the reversal, to get yourself set up by the blue line. And then you bring the puck right back over. That's a lot like when you're crossing to the corner in basketball for that three, and then you hockey assisted back to the to the top yeah. of the three point line. I was like, huh, yeah, it's I can see the lines in my head. So lots I'm on lots the way. of similarities, lots yeah. of similarities, my friend, lots of similarities. And I I got a little buy sell question for you. So the Tampa Bay Lightning, after dropping Game One and not looking good in Game One, I should say, have come back to tie the series up in what looked to be dominant fashion, in my opinion, when Tampa beat the Islanders in game two by the score of what was it? Four to two, four to one, four to no, one, four to two, four to one. 
Did they get? I thought it was four to one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, four to two. It was four. No, four one. Sorry, I'm an asshole. Four one. Like they yeah. wouldn't have got the team. Either know. way, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning took care of business and looked like the Tampa Bay Lightning of old that we're used to seeing. Are you buying or selling that the Tampa Bay Lightning have figured it out and will return back to Tampa Bay Lightning standards and make this a quick game? Uh, I am. I am unbiasedly buying it. <laughs> And, and I know you kind of had this conversation with me about the way you felt about the Islanders in game one. To me, as good as the Islanders have been, and I, I've seen what they've been able to do and how they've come a long way from what I thought would be after beating the Penguins, I felt like the way Tampa Bay was in game one was much more about Tampa Bay beating themselves than it was the Islanders putting them in the position to look as sloppy as they did. I'm talking like they weren't, they weren't, breaking after the pucks they weren't moving fast they weren't really getting into like their their offense wasn't set the way that you normally see a Tampa Bay offense be being set the penalty kill looked horrible the power play looked horrible and we know that Tampa Bay is one of the best at both of those entities in the game of hockey so it just kind of felt to me like they they just weren't on their on their shit you know it felt like they were off and what the Islanders do well is they take advantage of they're not going to break down after a two to two zero uh, lead late in the third period. So I think it was more about Tampa Bay in game one. And I think they were like, yo, we can't let that happen again. They got yeah. it right. And they're looking okay right now. I'm not going to jump yeah. the bell. At the end of the first period, we're up one zero. Let's see what happens in the second and third period. Yeah. And you and I talked about it the other day. We were talking about how you thought that the Tampa Bay lighting just didn't look like themselves in in game one and what you just said. And I mentioned to you that that's just what the Islanders do. That's how the Islanders, when they're playing at their best, that's what they have. That's what they make other teams look like when the Islanders are at their best. And now I I've, I talked to my buddy about this. He gave me a call the other night and he was asking about the John Cooper thing. And and before this series started, I said that I could see this series ending up like a Tampa Columbus series where John Cooper is unable to adjust to what Barry Trotz has thrown at him. And I said that that is a possibility. I could definitely see that happening. That's not what has happened though, because you saw John Cooper make those adjustments in game two, where they completely shut down the New York Islanders in all three zones of the ice. I mean, you see, you see their, their defense get rolling, their offense get rolling. Who is going to, is, can anybody stop Braden point at this, at this point? No pun intended. He is so damn good in the playoffs. It's, it's, it's unbelievable how this player gets no love at all during the regular season. And then in the, <laughs> when the playoffs roll around, he is just unstoppable. Like I, we, we, we have the conversation about Nathan McKinnon or Connor McDavid in the playoffs. Who would you rather as crazy as it sounds, hockey fans can rip on me all you want. Throw Braden points name in that playoff in that playoff performer talk, because damn it, he is just too good in the playoffs. He's unstoppable. And the Islanders haven't been able to stop him. He had a goal the other night, helped them to a big time win to tie it up. Yeah. Real deal, man. He's the real deal. He is, man. And like, and that's the thing I'm saying, you know, with my thoughts on game one, look at, look at how different they were in game two. I mean, they were doing it from everywhere. I mean, Braden point right in the crease, getting an easy shot. Kucherov back on the assist game to pull out for an easy right down the middle, right in the solid pass of the slot. Even Rudder got in on it with a snipe from the blue line. Like they were, they were just, like you said, dominant in all three phases of the game. And they just looked like they were awake 
as opposed to game one, the way I felt they looked like they were just asleep. So, I, I mean, I, by no count do I think we're just going to run through the Islanders anymore. Like, I, I believe the Islanders will at least get another game at the very least. So we're still in for a decent series, and hopefully this game, you know, goes down to the wire because I'd love to see some end-to-end fighting, chippiness, and, you know, straight violence. Oh, it'll definitely I, I definitely can see that that happening. And shame on, first of all, we'll get into the main event in just a second. Shame on either the NHL or NBC or whatever, whoever is in charge of putting this game on USA Network. What is on, what is on NBC right now? The U.S. Olympic swim trials are on well, right now. Well, that's, I mean, the it's NBC. That's not uh, the Olympics. That's just practice. That that is that is seeing who yeah. is representing your country. Right, but the NBC is home of the Olympics, so <sighs> their contract with the Olympics kind of takes over a lot of they other could stuff. Put that on USA Network. They could have put that on USA, on USA Network. On USA. That's it's 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 a, da- it's a damn travesty to put well, this game. Well, on the plus the- side, you won't have to worry about that next season because you'll have TNT and ESPN, and it'll be beautiful. <laughs> I'm so excited. I heard Charles Barkley left the NBA show on TNT. He's Leaving. most likely joining the NHL show on Stop. TNT. Just saying. No, he's Just not. He, he might he, not. He probably won't. He shouldn't. Let's get into it, though. Let's <laughs> dive deeper into this. We'll start off with that. Let's dive deeper into this Lightning Islanders series in our main event. At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. It's time! It is main event time, ladies and gentlemen. Get your drinks ready. Kelly, what you drinking tonight? Everybody drop that in the chat. What are you drinking tonight as you watch this beautiful show that you ho- hopefully already shared? I really hope. Wait a second. Is your ru- is your rough cut Yeti cup just there for show? Do you not have it's anything em- in that? It's empty right now. And uh, <clears throat> I also, uh, you know, I don't like to drink super cold water. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me just now i just had it here you know and you you worry me because i I think i'm gonna be like you and spill my yeti all over my electronics and then i'll have to go and leave you alone to do the show by yourself and you know i'll cry i'll cry what what do i have in here you have vodka, sir. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that's it. That's it. Ice Laura, tea. Can't ice watch tea. it. I can watch ice tea. Ice tea. You can. You can. Beth, what kind of wine you got there? This this is turning into a drinking show. This is turning into, what you got? You got a little Chardonnayskis. You got a little uh, mm. little. Uh, 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 I bet uh, it's. Uh, I bet it's a uh, Cab Sauv. Ooh! Yeah. Wow! Look at that! Ooh, yeah. Look at that! Yeah, wow. that's a little Moscato action. Ooh, a little, little mosquito paint. action, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, 
root beer. Root beer. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. Everybody's tucked in. I like it. Everybody's <laughs> in. Everybody's locked and loaded. I love it. I love seeing it. Okay. Let's go. Main event time. Let's dive deeper into this series with the lightning and the Islanders. I want to go towards the Islanders side here. And AJ, you have been getting a lot of credit for your correct NBA takes. Uh-oh. I want to <clears throat> own up and come out and say that I have been right all along about the New York Islanders X factors being JG Pajot yep. and Kyle Paul, Mary Kyle Paul, Mary now currently sits at seven goals, one goal away from hopping on this list for most goals in your first Islanders postseason, John Gabriel Pajot did it last season, joining this list this season. He's already tearing it up. He's tearing it up as well, but Kyle Paul Mary now has the chance to jump on this list. These two guys have been so great for the New York Islanders. They have been, uh, they've been a difference maker for the, through the first two series. Now you're seeing Matthew Barzell come alive. As you saw in late, late in the last series against Boston and early on in this lightning series, that's what they need. They need all three of these guys clicking, throw in Anthony Beauvillier as well to that list of guys who need to be clicking. But I just wanted to take some credit here because I, I saw you getting all the love for you getting the, the, the Lonzo ball thing, right? Or LaMelo ball thing, right? LaMelo, yeah. Lonzo earlier. I think I might said Lonzo. Yeah, earlier. I don't know, but if it makes you feel better, I didn't get Lonzo ball right a couple years ago. So <laughs> good, good, good. I'm glad, but I, I really, I, the New York Islanders though, they have to find their game again to slow the, they have to find a way to slow the pace down because they are not going to win in a shootout against the Tampa Bay lightning, that run and gun fast paced lightning offense. They're not going to be able to keep up with. They have to slow the game down. Is that, what are you, what do you see? Are you, well, what's your level of, of confidence here with your lightning? Well, give me that. So, so honestly, we are probably a game away from having the same conversation I had about Sebastian Ajo and uh, his counterpart, whose name is slipping my mind right now. You got uh, it. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yes. I was going to say Shevchenko, but I was like, that's not correct. And Close. I can't lump them Close all together, but yeah, because um, you're right though. Kyle Paul Mary and JG Pajot was fantastic against Pittsburgh and against Boston. But so far, they've been blank against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that tells me that if there's one thing the Lightning are still going to do, even in a game one loss like they had, it's shut down the stars. They are very good at making other people beat them. And if that's how it's going to go down, so be it. So, you know, unless they're going to, you know, now that I'm saying that, of course, the Islanders Dean are going to have Sergio Paggio and Kyle Parmeri score today. But yeah, I it's, sure it's, hope so. Dante's like, confident about it. I, Dante's here. I like this. I like this, man. Shout out Dante, giving hockey a chance again, getting buzzing on it. But when you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, I mean, the man right there, Braden Point, does a lot of damage for this team. But they are just so good at the puck. You look at, I mean, that that's just an unreal play. If that play right there, we were taught that that was our power play when I played junior hockey, by the way. But what they do, you see that this play right here from Kucherov, this is all off the rush. This is that style that Tampa plays. They generate their opportunities off the rush, but then they also can get production like this from Ruta. I mean, they have, we talk about all three phases of the ice. You get it from all levels of, of your team. The Tampa Bay Lightning are able to do that and get that type of production from every single player on their lineup, whether it's Barkley Goudreau, whether it's Jan Ruda, whether it's Yanni Gore, all these guys, all these guys can yeah. put the puck in the back of the net. And depth is so, so, oh, so key. And what? 
I was with you. It's, it's so important. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Dante dropped it. Dante dropped seven. His confidence yep. dropped to seven. He's lowering <laughs> it. Now let me let me see if I can get you to lower it more when I talk about the Islanders here and defend my defend the New York Islanders. This is a team that has to get that good goaltending from Simeon Varlamov. I get it. He's been great in the past, but I've said this so many times before. In the playoffs, you need your goalie to make the saves like this one that mm. they, that goalies are not supposed to save. He, he has to go above and beyond, and this is just a bad goal by Andre Vasilevsky here, by the way. That's just yeah. a terrible, terrible goal. But for yeah. the New York Islanders, a lot is going to be on Simeon Varlamov here. I know I just talked about how they have to get Pajot, Barzell, Bovillier, those guys going. Simeon Varlamov has to be outstanding if the New York Islanders want a shot at beating the Tampa Bay Lightning and pulling off the upset. Again, I know I, I get heat on this sometimes when I get on goalies for not making saves that they're not supposed to make. I, I did it against, I can't remember who it was the other night, but you have to make the big time saves that you're not supposed to make sometimes if you yeah. want your team to have a shot at advancing, especially, especially against a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning who can score from all from anywhere on the ice. Yeah. On the ice. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, I think I think it's gonna be a little bit more difficult once Tampa Bay gets all their lines operating on the level they want to. I mean, we, we know what Point and Kucherov and Palat have been able to do. But like I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Kalorn to step back up. I'm waiting for Sorelli, who has been the best of that second line, but to step back up. Steven Stamkos has let some things slip by the wayside that have been uncharacteristic of him in the past. Yeah, yeah, that, the, yeah. In game one, the that turnover. turnover, yeah, the big turnover, it's yeah. huge. And it wasn't even the fact that just a turnover happened. He tried to make the same bad pass twice in a row. That's uncharacteristic yeah. of a captain caliber type player. So, but I don't expect that to be the storyline for the rest of these playoffs or this series with the Islanders. So once that line really gets clicking, I mean, they're taking more than only 30% of the shot share. It's going to be really tough when they're getting shots on like they normally do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to jump into the, the chat here. That was, that was hot. That was good. That was good. Jump into the chat here. And again, this is what I like to see from, from Dante. This is a perfect example. So for everyone watching that may not be a hockey person, you can drop Lord your questions. If you have questions for the game. I am more than happy to answer any hockey questions like Dante's here. Uh, for those audio listeners, this is the ch- This is one of the reasons why you should be watching as well. Dante says, you said before that the Islanders make you play their game. What is their game exactly from a strategy point? So when I look at the New York Islanders, Beth, Beth says it right. They're a very defensive team. Think of it in the football sense, like, uh, like, like the Jacksonville Jaguars from 2017. (laughs) So the Jacksonville Jaguars from 2017, they had a phenomenal defense. That's what they leaned on so much. And then, yeah, they had their offensive stars. Leonard Fournette did really good. Blake Bortles had some, some good moments during that season, but they were really a defensive heavy team. And that's how they won games. That's how the New York Islanders are. They're a very defensive team. They're a very shutdown team. Like, like we mentioned before, AJ, you were talking about the Tampa lighting didn't look like themselves. It's what the New York Islanders do. They shut you down. They play that trap style. They Barry Trotz is a great head coach. He's Barry Trotz is like the Andy Reed of hockey. So it's like he, not in the but sense of like, well, I guess in the sense of like the, the always being there at the top, but never being able to get it done. Finally Oof. getting it done. Very happy about him. 
but one of those gurus of a certain style. And Barry Trotz has that style where he brings in he it's it's a very structured, very strict style of play where it's like, okay, you're going to play defense first and everything works itself out from there. That's that Barry Trotz style. That's what this New York Islanders style is. And that is what they need to do to kind of they need to get Tampa to start playing that style of play where they slow the game down, play at the Islanders pace and be opportunistic because that's how you beat Andre Vasilevsky. I feel like the Islanders play like, so I used to play UFC two all the time. And one of my favorite things to do when I played UFC two was to hit back with the counter. You know, I would wait for someone to throw a punch because then I'm going to parry and then you're open for an attack. And what the Islanders really are good at as well, their forwards also play great defense. And once that happens, it's like the transition game in basketball. You get you get a Barzell or uh, or a Brock Nelson leaking out, and then it's open for for the pass, the breakout pass down the ice, and then they hit with a counterattack. I I'm more confident in the Victor Head the Victor Headmans and the Ryan McDonough's and the Sergachevs and the Savards of the world to stop these counterplays and actually turn the Islanders more into the style of play that Tampa Bay has in my yeah. humble biased opinion, I guess. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, that, that that's a fair point. And Kelly brings up the comment here. I think the system that Tampa Bay runs out plays the, the defensive set. They, Tampa does everything good. In my opinion, yeah. I, I, I got into an argument the other day with my brother about this. Tampa just does everything good. Whether you love them or hate them, Tampa has everything. I mean, Victor Hedman is the best. The, the the players poll came out, and the NHL voted Victor Hedman to, as the best defenseman in the league, and it wasn't even close because that Victor Hedman is he's able to put the puck in the back of the net, and he he plays a hard game in the defensive zone. He makes it hard on you. Ryan McDonough, Ryan McDonough is a top pairing defender, can be a top pairing defenseman. When he was with the New York Rangers, he was a top pairing defenseman. Yeah. Now he's on Tampa. And he doesn't need to be a top pairing defenseman because Victor Hedman already anchors that lineup there. So you have Ryan McDonough who can play against top players, not playing against top players. And it's like, it's, it's just a mismatch. It's a mismatch. It's, it's just Tampa does everything. McDonough's so his IQ for the game is just, is out of this world. Like he's almost always making the right play. I mean, all the way down, like you said, they, Every single line has somebody you have to worry about when it comes to Tampa Bay. And that's why I still give big ups to the Isles because they, they're playing with them. Like, it's not like it's a breakout already here. We're going to the second period. It's only 1-0. Barry Trotz is going to come out and have something in the second period. I, I imagine the Islanders will put one in the back of the net. And then Vasilevsky is going to stand on his head and it'll be okay. So it, yeah, it's, it's, I, I still think it's in to a great series that we're looking at. Yeah, I have the island. I have Tampa winning here, and then the Islanders winning the next game. That's, That's what I predicted there for it. Um, but again, last question here. Going to hop in this because this is what we do. As as a hockey fan, I know that there's a lot of people who don't understand the game as well as as well as the hardcore fans. So I like being able to do this. Dante yeah. asks, "I'm really figuring this out." So in playoff basketball, the teams that win make adjustments game in and game out. Do you think that they need to make adjustments personnel wise, or is it, we just got to do our game better and try to do the same thing in game three. I think it's there. There in, in hockey, it's not really a, a personnel thing. At this point in the playoffs, you have your team, 
you have your team pretty much set up. There's not, there, you don't play anyone more than anyone else. You, you ride the hot hand. And that's what you do. You, if you're, if your third line is producing the most, you're playing your third line more minutes than everyone else. It's, that's just what happens in hockey. But in terms of what the Islanders have to do, it's just getting back to their style. They have to somehow slow the game down to, to go into the hardcore anal- the hardcore analysis of it as a hockey fan that play that Steven Stamkos turned the puck over on the reason why that happened. And I wish I had the highlight here, but I do not that play the Tampa Bay lightning rolled into the zone. And what did the New York Islanders do? They stopped them right at the blue line. The the lightning couldn't even enter the zone without getting pressured on the puck for Steven Stamkos to make an uncharacteristic turnover. And that led to the goal to be scored. That's what you have to do. That's what I mean by slowing down the New York or the Tampa Bay lighting blue line play. Stop them right there. Make them dump the puck into the zone. Make them have to go get it. Make them have to work for it. It slows the game down. You saw it in the highlights. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah, they show the replay after this and it's and it's good. So watch this play here. What? Oh wait, this is, is not this is this not is not at all. You are something special. <laughs> oh, we're just gonna say that it's not real. Oh, it never happened. That that, that never happened. That that was uh that was good. That, that was, was good. That, that was really sad. I, I, I actually I was, do have the highlights on my computer though, because I just clipped it. I should have just went with that one. I, I'm sorry I failed you. I should yeah, be okay. better. It, it, I, 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 I appreciate better. your uh attempt. I, I appreciate your attempt, and it's okay. I found it in seconds. Well, cool. You're the you're the best. And that's why we I have know. you on your account. Uh, I, I know. So let's see. Pull here. up let's, a Buffalo let's... Sabres highlight. Jesus. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> I just figured it'd be a recency thing. You two really need to get their hockey life together. It's okay. You The one I found doesn't work either. So this is terrible. All right. Well, we get though. it. So you explained it. You know, there was a turnover. It was bad. Stamkos knows better. And uh, you know, we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, now I really want to show Now I really want to show Dante the highlight. Now you're, yeah, well, now you know. I really like, really want to show them the highlight. Right, also, shall keep talking? Charles I'll pull it up because I, I got I, it already. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I, I got it. You. I, I do actually have it though. I do. I have it. I do. No, I, I no, I <laughs> have it. No, I have it. <laughs> All right, here it is. Oh, well, go this ahead. Is, it's cool. This is great audio. <laughs> this is great audio. This is what we do at the Rough Cut. We are, we are, but this is what I want. I like to do. For those who don't who don't normally watch hockey, this is the this is the way that you understand it better. And this is I, I like this. I I'm like this. You. So this is the goal, the Matthew Barzell goal. Check it out. Poor Andre Vasilevsky. He mm. sucks. Okay, yeah. so this is the tur- this is the play. Oh, the, are you shitting me? You're the worst. <laughs> are you shitting? Do no highlights for this damn goal for the proper yeah. way? Hey, Stamkos's attorneys and the uh, agents are like, hey, that oh one cannot God, be highlight. They did not show they, it, but basically, oh goodness. basically right here well, you can see my mouse. So right here where my mouse is, Steven Stamkos got stopped right there at the blue line, forced to turn over. And that's how that led to the goal. Great audio going back here. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that. that's tough. Look, that is a tough, tough. You want to get into the, uh, you want to get into the <laughs> Vegas series? Do we, do we bow? Do we put a bow on the Tampa Bay Islands? I mean, I feel like we have it. <laughs> Alec, yours in seven. 
Oh, that's how you're putting a bow on it? You're just going to make outlandish on. claims that are absolutely yeah. horribly wrong? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, you're going to make me do it then. Tampa Bay in five. Oh, I did find it. I actually did find it. Thank you, Twitter, yeah. by the way. Super. Shout out, Twitter. <laughs> so the, on this play, so that's the turnover right there. It's hard to see at first. So you're going to watch. He tries. Here, he tries to in get this it area in. here. So Stamkos tries to get it to the slot from the blue line. It is blocked. And then once he gets the puck back, instead of making another play, he tries to do the same exact play. And this time they take advantage of it. See, uh, back to him. Oh, I can still get the play there. No, you can't. Why are you skipping? Yeah. So along, the, along the boards, boom. <laughs> it's, but that, that right there is what, what the Islanders have to do. Look how many Islanders are swarming this puck here. You have one, yep. two, Three guys all preventing Steven Stamkos, who's one of the best players on the Tampa Bay Lightning, from doing anything. That's how you slow down the New York, the Tampa Bay Lightning right there. Boom. That's how you analyze hockey live on the show. Don't sue us, NBC, please, for doing that. But we did it. Whew. Okay. Okay, good. Sue good. us. Good. They should be trying good. to partner with us. Huh? What? Huh? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, I, I get, I get what you're saying. I get. Yeah, so let's yeah, get into yeah. this Vegas series. Let's get into this Vegas Montreal series. That that is tied up at one. Surprisingly, this was. I remember coming into this series, the betting odds for Montreal to win this series was like ridiculously record-setting low for a team in the Western in a conference finals game series. Shame, but Montreal, man. Montreal just finds ways to win hockey games, man. You watch what they do, man. You watch their style of play. And it's just the guys. Oh, this is my boy, Cole Caulfield, by the way, that pass, that pass that you yeah. saw there was Cole Caulfield. This right here, though, ladies and gentlemen, Carrie price, the goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens is Oof. just making it impossible for the, the Vegas golden Knights to be able to score that it, it, he's making it difficult for them to be able to score. So get this stat, check this stat out that I want to, I, I want to bring this one up. The Vegas golden Knights have six goals in the, in this series so far. One, uh, only one of them was actually scored by a forward for the Vegas golden Knights. Jeez. Only one. So five of the six goals that the Vegas golden Knights have are scored by defensemen. Is what is Petrangelo a defenseman? A defenseman, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh. and that—that's the problem right now with Vegas. They're not getting any production from their top guys, whether it's Mark Stone, whether it's William Carlson, whether it's uh, Jonathan Marchessault. There is nothing there. Max Pacioretty. They, I mean, this is a series for Max Pat. If if you want. Eh, if Max Pacioretty already wants to save his name, this is the series he needs to do it in. It's against his former team in the playoff and a big time moment, big time series. Max Pacioretty, this is your call up or your call out. Okay. This is the Paul George moment. You're not a superstar. I shouldn't, I, I don't want to go that far, Ooh. but he's yeah, not. No. Max Pacioretty's not, he's not I a superstar. He's a good goal scorer, but. Max Pacioretty spent his entire career basically with the Montreal Canadiens. He's a former first round draft pick from the Montreal Canadiens and now goes over to Vegas to win a cup because he wants to win a cup. Now he's facing Montreal in a series right before the Stanley Cup finals. And if you lose to them, you have now lost to the team you just left to try and win a Stanley Cup. That is huge. If you're Max Pacioretty, that's a lot of pressure. And now you haven't, you didn't score in game one. 
You didn't score in game two. You didn't have a point in either one of those games. Now you have to head back to Montreal. And I think they're allowing some fans in the building there in the Bell Center. If there's fans in there, they're going to make it tough for Max Pacioray. They're going to pay him his respects that he earned, but they're going to make it tough for him. And it's going to be very... The, the sports cliche right there. It's going to be very interesting to see how Max Pacioretty handles that pressure in Montreal, but Vegas has to get some scoring and some production from their offense, man. It's not okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what the third time now that Vegas is trailed by like multiple goals in a playoff game like that. And Montreal is not the team to do that. That, that. That's not the team you want to do that to, because if I'm not mistaken, which I know I'm not, cause I do my job. They're 8-0 in the postseason when they're up, when they score two or more goals. So you have to get on them immediately. You have to yeah. impose your will immediately because if they keep scoring multiple goals, they're to me, they're like the aisles in that way where they don't give up leads very often. If they, they get ahead, if they get ahead, they lock it down. It's done. Like, and, and it's funny, though, because they're doing it against a team in Vegas that we've watched come back game after game after game. And, you know, they're, they're talking about that. They don't understand why they're, they're starting so slow time and time again. Well, it's not about figuring out anymore. You just need to go overcome it because if that's the case, I mean, they've allowed the first goal of 10 out of 15 games in the postseason, yet they're still here. So they're figuring something out in the second and third period. Why can't you figure out in the first period? It's how I feel about my Hawks. Like, why are you waiting until you're down 26 <laughs> to come back and get a double? <laughs> you're like? the worst. <laughs> you're the worst. You, sir, are the worst. No, but I get what you're saying. I, I definitely get what you're saying. And that's the thing. You, you said it perfectly. Montreal is like the Islanders in the sense that you get a lead. If they get a lead, they're going to clamp it down because of that man named Carey Price, who's arguably one of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey yeah. League. And that's the thing. People tend to, to forget what Carey Price can actually do. People are remembering it, obviously, during these playoffs because he's been lights out. But people were forgetting about Carey Price during the regular season because he's just been battling injuries and he just hasn't been there. And this is Carey Price, ladies and gentlemen. He is one of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League. And that's what happens. And Vegas... That, that, that's the thing. Sometimes I don't know if it's the same in basketball where you kind of psych yourself out from making a basket, but in hockey, when you're playing against a tough goaltender, you can tend to overthink things. You can tend to make things a little bit more difficult on yourself to get the puck in the back of the net. When in reality, you just need to simplify your game and yeah. be able to just focus on what you need to do to be able to get the puck in the back of the net, like getting traffic in front of them, getting moving, getting him moving, things like that. You can't psych yourself out if you're Vegas. They have to battle yeah. back. This is going to be a huge test. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. interested, man. I'm, 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 I'm excited. Do you feel like, do you feel like Vegas, like this is their best and last chance? Like, do you think come next season, if they don't win it this year, you're seeing an overall, not a overhaul, but you're going to be losing some very solid pieces that'll make it difficult to make another run at it next season. I think their window is definitely closing. I mean, they're a team that's strapped with cash. They, they, like they had a lot between the stand that Stanley Cup team that made it to the finals against Washington three years ago, or yeah, three years ago, roughly time flies. There, the turnover between that team and this team is is a lot. I mean, this past season they had a lot of cap casualties. Uh, one of the most notable ones being Nate Schmidt, who was an anchor on that on that defense. They were, of course, able to bring in Alex Petrangelo to replace them, which is a better replacement. But they're going to be tied on cash, man. And it's going to be tough for them to continue doing what they're doing. I don't want to say Marc-Andre Fleury getting older is going to be a problem, but age tends to catch up to everyone unless you're Tom Brady. Yeah. 
it's gonna be tough, man. I don't know. They put him on the Madden cover, so. Oh, dude. My dude. Have dude. you seen have you seen that uh the Madden curse video he did for promotion? I did not. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna oh, was I'm it him signing papers and stuff? Tom yeah, Brady? he's like signing papers and then they like start giving out these suits to protect them from the curse. That is awesome. I, I I said it last night. I was what the cover was going to be. It ended up happening. And I, we're, that's going to be one of those things that's going to, that's, uh, that's going to be brought up more often. These video game talks, uh, breaking, not breaking news, but a little new <laughs> note here before we kind of close out the show. Uh, Rick Tockett, who used to be the head coach for the Arizona coyotes had his third meeting scheduled with C- the Seattle Kraken. Nothing done yet but it seems like a good omen for him. According to Elliot Friedman, Rick talking to Seattle would be very interesting. And this is, uh, you talk about dominoes falling with the coaching searches and players and things like that. The first domino to fall was Rod Brindamore. He didn't get locked up until he didn't get locked up until after the Gerard Gallant signing. Yeah. But that when the Rangers really knew that Rod Brindamore was not going to become available. Rod Brindamore, the head coach for the Carolina Hurricanes, by the way, when teams found out that Rod Brindamore was not going to be available, then they jumped on it. And that's what Rick talking here to Seattle means. That's what Gerard Gallant to the Rangers means. It's it's an interesting hire, to say the least. It's an interesting well, hire. Yeah, there's an expansion draft in about a month. They should probably find a coach. Oh, <laughs> probably they, a good idea. I, wait, is the expansion draft? No. Is that this year or is it next? It's this year. Holy this shit. Year. It's this year. This year. They have the third pick or the second pick, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that's, the, that's the regular draft. That's right. they have the third pick in the regular draft. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. That's correct. I mean, what I'm saying is right. I'm sure there's an expansion draft if they're also picking in the regular draft. If if Seattle <laughs> wants to start, start things off right, they need to select Matty uh, Beniers from Michigan, by the way. I hope he falls to 15 of the Rangers, which is highly unlikely. There's one last thing, though, before we close it out that I want you to talk about, sir. And I want to get your feel, your a feeler here. Me? What has been through through three rounds, two to through two rounds, now entering the third. What has been what has caught your eye? What has caught because again, casual fans show like this is what we try to do. For those casual people watching who might not be interested in watching the playoffs, AJ's your boy to be able to convince you to get in because we took AJ from super casual hockey fan. To hardcore casual hockey fan. Nice hardcore. So tell them what. Fan. Tell them what they should. What what has been catching your eye, and maybe it'll catch some more casual fans' eyes. For me, it's been the goaltending. I mean, we 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 understand how important the goalies are in the game of hockey, but it still doesn't have a lack of surprise at how good they've been. Some of these saves have just been ridiculous. It it, it speaks to the way that these guys put everything on the line. And it makes you understand the reason their defensemen are so keen on taking care of them and not having to put them in these situations because when they do find a way out of it, they're getting bailed out by these guys. I mean, I'm talking diving saves, the ability to get back and forth to the other side with the quickness to do the things that Carey Price has been doing, Vasilevsky's been doing. Flurry slowed down up to this point, but I honestly believe he's going to figure it out. Even Barlamov has had a great glove so far in, in this uh, series. So, these guys have been better than advertised would be the way that I would say it, to be honest. Yeah. It's, and it's, that's something that we, I felt like was, was a theme in round two as well. 
I mean, you yeah. got the goaltending duel between Carey Price and Connor Hellebuck last playoffs. You got the goaltending of Mark Andre Fleury against Philip Grubauer. I mean, these are we're if you're a goalie fan, even if you're a casual hockey fan, I should say watch these goalies do the incredible things that they do. I mean, you're watching them do, do the split. I mean, shout yeah. out to all goalies out there because those are freak athletes and, and great, yeah. great people, uh, interesting people. I should say goalies are very, uh, hmm. very interesting. My brother is a goalie. So that's, that's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, but that, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's it. Uh, stat here, lightning on the road. They are five and one in the playoffs this year on the road. Uh, they are, nope, I'm not going to continue reading that stat here. Well, they're six and one I guess on the, the road. When they're, when they're at the Nassau, yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. In the playoffs, come on, highest in the NHL. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So AJ and I are going to head out here and watch this game. You want to do a final countdown tonight? You got some homework or you want to drop a final countdown? You want to you do final countdown tonight? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, we'll do some final countdown. We'll do some final countdown. So everyone listening on the audio here, I have one last special announcement for you. Not announcement, but one last special note from the show. Oh, I get it. The note is to follow <laughs> us on Twitter at roughcut underscore sports or on Facebook at roughcut sports or on Instagram at the roughcut sportscast or how about on YouTube at roughcut sportscast. You know what to do when you get to YouTube. You got to hit that like. You got to share the page. You got to hit the subscribe. You got to hit the bell. And you got to tell everybody. One more time for the people in the back. Everybody. And of yeah. course, we are brought to you by HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com, the number one place to get your sports memorabilia. And yeah. shout out to our website here with, well, with not our not our website, but oh, I, I don't even like saying this because this is my wife's thing. She makes the shirts, but her company is named Made by Milani, so it's uh, also my last name. But support the show, ladies and gentlemen. We got these six shirts. I mean, Dylan ordered a black shirt the other day. We saw it uh, come to life for the first time. And I mean, this is some... This is some good stuff here. Get your rough cut merch today. We got all different types of colors. And even if you're, if, even if you're trying to cheap out, I get it. Your little money can be tight sometimes. We got these awesome rough cut sports cast decals here. You got the classic diamonds here. You got the logos. Get your rough cut merch today. The link is on our Facebook page made by Milani. Shout out to the wife for making this stuff possible. Get your rough cut merch. Support the show. We so, want to go five days a week, okay? Are those decals like bumper stickers? Or are they like for your it laptop? Could or? It could be Ooh. anything. You could put it on anywhere. You can put it on your car. You can put it on your computer. You can put it on your PlayStation. You can put it on your wall if you wanted to. Whatever you want to do with it, you can make it happen. We, we can get, make it happen. We should get rough cut fat heads of ourselves for people to buy and just have it in their oh, room over their bed. my God. <laughs> That would be amazing. That would be That's amazing. when you know we've made it. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. We're trying to go to five days a week, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that is that should have been a penalty, but it was not. Trying to go to five days a week, ladies and gentlemen. Let it make it happen by supporting the show every day, going to Yeti, getting your Yeti merch, and getting your rough cut sports cast merch. Okay, it is time to get into the final countdown. This is where we jump into the chat. Talk to the fans, for you beautiful audio listeners. Tomorrow is Fun and Games Friday, 8.30 p.m. live Eastern time right here on Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitter sphere. We might be talking <laughs> fantasy football. We might not talk fantasy football. You'll find out tomorrow, Fun and Games Friday. Until then.
Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.